0: Oh, yeah. Also, you got to drive the IONIQ 5N, which, yeah, which we can't exactly. really talk about, but but interesting. Uh, no, I, I can give you the uh, the driving impressions yes, on that.
1: Yes. But um, it was a, a, a funny situation because uh, just before the Los Angeles uh, Auto Show or Auto Mobility LA, as they now call it. That's the mobility name for the exactly. LA I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> just before that, I went to Korea. I went to Seoul in uh, Korea to drive the Ionic 5N, mm-hmm. uh, both on the roads, on public roads, but also at the Korea International Circuit. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but Korea actually hosted uh, a Formula One Grand Prix from 2010 to 2013. Yep. So we went to that same track to drive the, uh, the uh, Ionic 5N on the track. And let me tell you, this is, was, um, of all the electric cars... That I've driven, this one is by far the most engaging. And the reason for that is that they've really tuned the, the sound and also, um, they've, they, they they're replicating, if you will, all the sensations that you get behind the wheel when you're driving a sports car with a, an internal combustion engine Mm -hmm. and a double clutch gearbox. Now, let me make this clear. That's this car is electric. Mind-boggling. There is no, I don't know what to think about that. There is no double clutch gearbox in this car. Yeah. There is no engine, uh, engine. you know, ICE engine that makes sounds. Uh-huh. It doesn't exist. Yeah, so yeah. All of this is fake, okay? But it works.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs>
1: because there, there's a mode called Ignition, uh, as far as the, what they call the N Active Sound Plus uh, system. And there's another mode called the N E Shift. So when you activate those two things, when you're driving on the track or on the road, basically what you're hearing through the eight speakers that are inside the cabin, but also two speakers that are mounted outside the car is three different sounds that you get to select. One is very boring. It's called evolution. It sounds like every other electric car noise, you know, like just generic kind of like buzz. One is very kind of quirky, it's called supersonic and supposedly uh, emulates the sound of a fighter jet but the third mode ignition, like I mentioned that gives you the feeling that you're inside a, uh, a double clutch car with an internal combustion engine. So you're driving. Picture this: you're driving down the track, and you're shifting gears with the paddle shifters. So you hear the engine. You know, ah, the revs go up, and then you shift. When you shift, there's a slight pause in the acceleration, and then boom, when the next <laughs> gear kicks in. Okay, you get that thrust again. When you're lifting off the throttle, the car burbles. The engine, you know, it burbles just like when you lift it off the the throttle on the Elantra N or a, a right. Veloster N. When you're downshifting, it blips the throttle. <laughs> so. you <know>? But again,
0: <laughs> realistically,
1: yeah, exactly. Really, so
0: when and, you, and with all with all the, the double clutch cars you've you've driven, you, exactly. you felt like it was it was kind of a it was a total episode of
1: cognitive dissonance. In that <laughs> you know that this is an electric car; it has two electric motors, and when you're going fast down the straight, both. Electric motors are spinning at twenty-one thousand RPMs, but you see a tack that goes up to eight thousand, and you have to remember to shift because if you don't, you'll hit the Re- so-called rev limiter. limiter, and it'll go pop, 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 like a, but nothing of this is real. Okay. All of it is fake. Well, yeah, of course. All of it is done, and you know it's amazing because. When I was there, I met with uh, Albert Biermann, who was once, you know, way back in the day, was the head of uh, M, the M division, the motorsport division for BMW. And when he retired from BMW, he was sort of like poached by Hyundai to put together the N uh, division, N being for Nürburgring and Namyang, Namyang being the design center for Hyundai. So that's their... High performance division. He said we started playing around with sound six years ago, but it wasn't quite what we wanted. You know, you, we didn't really get what we wanted. So I challenged my engineers to to invent some sort of shifting system for this car, and they didn't know the Ionic Five N was not approved back then. You know, it's just like it wasn't didn't even exist. But right away, like six years ago, they started thinking about developing something like that. And the engineer who put the system together is actually the engineer who put together the eight-speed double-clutch gearbox in the Elantra N. Okay. So here is this guy who designed this mechanical thing, and now he's trying to reproduce the exact same feeling, but in a completely... It's a computer software. Exactly. Exactly through software. And the thing is, it works. Because mm. when you're driving down the track, you really feel like you're driving, uh, like I said, a sports car with the paddle shifters and the double clutch gearbox. You get the exact <laughs> same wow. sensation. I'm impressed. So that's why I'm saying it's it's the most engaging electric car I've ever driven. Because, you know, electric cars, you've driven them, I've driven them, you know, the Taycans, whatever. You step on it, they go like hell in a straight line. Yeah. You know, the, you get that... But this, you know, it's not the fastest accelerating EV. It will not be the fastest around the Nürburgring racetrack or anything like that. But it's definitely the most fun EV that I've driven because it's so engaging, because it, with this ignition, uh, sound, uh, program and also the NE N- shift, it's, it, it, it literally feels exactly like a sports car with the double clutch gearbox.
0: What, uh, what about the weight? Because yeah, we, we, all, we always talk about the That's the, the only weight. downside <laughs> about this car, I would say, is the fact that, A,
1: it's like 2.2 uh, metric tons. So it's like, <clears throat> it's still a heavy car for sure. And that will be, of course, a limiting factor for speed through the corners and things like that. It rides on pretty wide tires on 21-inch rims. So, you know, the tire size and the, and the wheel tire kind of helps with that. But again, you know, mass is mass, like I always say. Yep. So when you're going through the corners, you really feel the, the weight of the car. But nevertheless, you know, this, this trick that they've performed this, uh, with software and with, uh, with the sound and with the feeling of the, of the shifting transmission, it's, it's really mind boggling. Right. It's really, and it's something, it's hard to explain. You know, you, I can explain it like this and people sort of get a sense for it, for it, but. When you get into that car and you, you you turn those systems on, it fools you. It mm. will fool you absolutely, and it's a uh, it's a it's a really cool thing that uh, Hyundai the N division have 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 designed with this car and and these systems to again you know because they say with uh, with the N division at Hyundai driving still matters and even though this is an EV. It still got to give you that same kind of goosebumps yeah. when you're when you're driving, and they've <laughs> you know, they've nailed it right on the head. Really? It's amazing. yeah, yeah. It's, this
0: is what everybody was worried about, yeah. you know, and, and still worried about what's sure. going to happen with driving pleasure <laughs> and, and actual you know, you know sportiness, quote unquote. And
1: Toyota has a concept car electric uh, with with a, 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 a stick standard shift, yeah. shift uh, <laughs> yeah, stick shift. So again, you know, you can people, stall it. <laughs> people are realizing that okay, EVs are efficient, EVs are fast in a straight line but they're not that fun to drive. And so how do we put the fun to drive factor back in? Mm. That's what the Ionic 5N is all about.
0: Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So not too long ago, I uh, headed to Spain to uh, drive two out of three hybrid versions of uh, the Porsche Cayenne. Uh, As you know, uh, hybrid is expanding on the Porsche lineup with these new additions to the, 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 uh, the Cayenne lineup. Uh, And as it is, like always, they're kind of meddling and and changing around the the model names. Now, the Turbo uh, SE Hybrid doesn't exist anymore. It's the Turbo E Hybrid. And to make make it simple, um, (laughs) Porsche Cayenne E Hybrid, Porsche Cayenne SE Hybrid, and Porsche Cayenne Turbo e-hybrid are now the three hybrid models so they kind of sandwiched it together. Uh, the base model that I didn't get to drive one of my colleagues uh Julian uh, drove drove it a little later so you can see it on the site if you're if you're uh, on the website if you're looking for uh, impressions on that. Uh but two uh, very different models. One has uh, the turbo uh, uh 6 uh, cylinder 3 liter and the other one has uh the 8 cylinder which is which the is the big stunking V8. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you know, same pack Packaging, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, coupe and traditional. Yeah. I know how you love those coupes, uh, yeah, I love SUV coupes, and I'm going to talk about that uh, <laughs> a little later when we talk about the interior. But, you know, new, op- everything that Porsche has uh, in terms of hybrid technology is in there. Uh, we took it to the racetrack um, uh, near Barcelona, which is the uh, uh, Castelloli. Uh, mm-hmm. Secreto de Castellón is a private racetrack near, near Barcelona. I don't know if you know about that track. It's no, a, it's a new one, I think. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. It's, it looks, it looks pretty new. I don't know how, how old it is, but it's very, very small and very technical, which is kind of, uh, odd when you're driving heavy <laughs> family SUVs <laughs> with hybrid powertrains because they're right. kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of heavy. Uh, but still uh, a good place to test out, uh, either 512 horsepower for the, um, uh, for the SE hybrid and, up to 729, I think, for the uh, Turbo E Hybrid, uh, 90 kilometers of range on the electric system, according to European standards. We don't have the uh, the official figure for the for the uh, EPA figures, but expect 70 kilometers, which mm, is yeah. which is not so bad. I mean, you're 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 you're, you're up there with with uh, with, with the electric range for this type for sure. of vehicle. Um, you know, driving, I don't have to tell you that, you know, it goes like hell, goes like hell at the <laughs> beginning and then feels heavy on, uh, in the corners. Uh, but, you know, Porsche puts so much into it to try to mitigate that, that mm. weight, right? So it's, it drives, you know, like a, like a Cayenne, uh, hybrid technologies on the racetrack you know as you know the braking is never the same which no, is the only downside really I found about that vehicle is that, yeah, is but then, that again, you know, again we'll, who's going to we'll, drive it on the racetrack exactly. you're going to tell me right so <laughs> so it's kind of weird pedal feedback but don't you know don't don't get it bother you because it's never yeah. going to happen on the road on, on the road in Spain was a, you know magnificent drive it can go from sport mode to comfort mode. It really changes from those two modes. And again, it's a, it's a Cayenne drive. It's, 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 you know, a signature Cayenne drive, but with, with full electric range. If it's one thing that the,
1: the Porsche engineers do well, it's that, it's the, the change of the, of the the character of the car according oh, yeah. to the modes that that you select. Yes, but you know, the, you know these cars, these hybrid Cayennes exist because for one reason it's because of the you know tax rates in the, in Europe, and um, you know if it's a hybrid it, it's 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 less expensive to to put on the road in right. certain certain markets and things like that. So that's why, and, and plus you know, there's some cities that are. That are sort of like um, you know want you to, to to drive through the city in, in electric mode and mm-hmm. things like that. there's more and more of that that's coming right uh, with with regards to city centers in Europe so that's the reason why these cars exist uh, we get the benefit of them uh, here in North America even though you know perhaps it's not it's not quite as significant for us as it is obviously for Porsche in the European market. They yep. have to develop these cars for the European market and elsewhere, and so we sort of like get the get the benefit from that
0: uh, also um you know for the for our market uh, and we 're going to talk about the coupe version because yeah. <laughs> uh compromises on the coupe version we have to mention it because. <laughs> on the hybrid on the, on the hybrid vehicles they lose a little more on the floor because of, of the course. battery uh, right yeah, the sure. batteries in, in in the rear less, so. less cargo area so you know a combustion engine cayenne s will 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 give you 772 liters in the in, in the rear right in normal configurations uh, the volume drops to six hundred and twenty-seven with the S, but the e-hybrid, right? So you kind of it's 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 quite the significant. Chunk significant, yeah, yeah. But if you're going with the coupe version, it drops to four hundred and thirty-four <laughs> liters, right? So yeah. so it's something that you know if you're looking, I need a family vehicle. I like the coupe shape. I need the hybrid because I you know I'm going from home to work, and then and then you know you got to think about the four hundred and thirty-four liters of cargo. Uh, if it if it's not enough, but it's you know I feel that it's playing it's more than a sedan, right? So it's there's always plenty of space, but still uh, that that coupe shape is and the, the hybrid uh, battery is is kind of eating up a, a little bit of that space. Uh, one thing I really appreciated in the, in the Cayenne and it's I think it's making its way through the Porsche lineup is that the infotainment system in Porsche I always. A little bit of complaints about it because it complicated. Uh, the buttons, even in the nine eleven, you know, it was kind of out of reach, a little bit difficult to use. And this one has the latest version of the Porsche infotainment system, and I, I, you know, I can say that finally, it's it it suits my needs and is very very uh, much simpler to use than 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 what I experienced in the past. Uh, so, uh, talking about pricing for the these two variants. <laughs> Yeah, you you are see me coming with the six digits, but still, I mean, that's what they cost, right? So starting price of $113,700 for the SE Hybrid, which is between the two, was my favorite. And yeah. because, uh, you know, the, the big eight, it felt heavy in the front, you know, it's it, a little different, and it's 729 horsepower. I mean, mm. if you really want that performance, go for it. But... At 512 horsepower with the SE hybrid, yeah, it's you know, plenty. combined yeah, sure. with, with 70 kilometers of range. I mean, it's, it's a good package. It's 113,700 starting price. Uh, if you're looking at the, the, uh, the more expensive one, it's 171,200 for the 720 horsepower, but still it ticket's less expensive than the Turbo GT variant, which sure. is the full gas. So, which is, yeah. you know, goes upwards. Uh, uh, so for, for that, I mean, we can say that there's, there's a little bit of value there. Yeah. And Porsche won't pay the luxury tax for
1: you on that, but they will do it on a Taycan. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So I saw there you. That. Go. <laughs> I saw. I I got, I got the message from because that. Because they're so. selling
0: the Cayenne, the Taycan, not so much. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> mm. Uh, Gab, on the next episode, we'll finally, we heard all about the new Santa Fe. You told us how, yeah. what the features and the technologies and whatnot, but we'll finally hear what you really think about it on the next episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, because, uh, you know, uh, uh, went to drive it in, in Korea, but the, uh, the embargo only lifts next week. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll be able to give you a, a bit yeah. some, some feedback yep. on what it's like to actually drive, uh, the vehicles down the road. We did, a significant number of miles there so uh, I think I've got a pretty good feel for the uh, new fifth generation uh, Santa Fe so we'll tell you all about it on the next episode
0: awesome can't wait to hear about it uh, for my part uh, different vehicle uh, the AMG GT Coupe which I had the chance to drive in the 63 uh, version you're driving way too many expensive cars <laughs> you need to come down yeah, that's right. and drive a Santa <laughs> Fe <laughs> once mean, in a while <laughs> yes, I, I promise you I will for the next Next <laughs> episodes, I got a, a full lineup of cars that I borrowed and they're, they're more, uh, they're more in my budget <laughs> for my personal budget. Um, and for the AMG GT, obviously, it's a new vehicle for this year. It's, it gets a, a new platform. It's, gets a uh, formatic plus all wheel drive, which was only rear wheel drive in the past. Uh, so a vehicle that has sustained uh, quite a few changes, but still looks terrific and still goes like hell so so i'm uh i'm uh i'm gonna be able to talk to you about it uh, uh, next week on the 21st episode. Uh, and we want
1: to know if the car has any soul
0: that's important. Yes, well, well I'll, I'll let you know at the next... as soulful <laughs> as a 911? That's what yeah. I want That's the comparisons <laughs> yeah. that we make. There you go. Um, thanks, everybody, for uh, watching and listening uh, for the Car Guide podcast. Uh, you can uh, uh, see everything about the technical specs and our reviews on the website carguideweb.com and also follow us on, uh, on social media with uh, on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, so thank you, Gab, for your time again, and we'll see you very shortly next week for the 21st episode. Uh, All right.
1: So long, everybody, and take care. Yeah.
0: Thank you for listening to the Car Guide podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review if you'd like. Visit us at carguideweb.com for daily updates and news on everything auto, as well as weekly reviews and drives. You can also follow us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at the Official Car Guide.